Podmoth. Welcome back to The Future is Bright, question mark. I am Lindsay. I am Bridget. Um, it is a wonderful Friday night here at the household that we do this podcast at. <laughs> I don't know. You were going to say my last name, yeah. but you didn't. Yeah. Because yeah. last time I, I realized it was stupid that I did. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. We're, we're living life here. Um, surviving. Don't surviving have any big thriving. news. Really. The prince died today. What the fuck is his name? Prince Charles? Uh, Philip. Philip. Yeah. Why do I want to say Charles? Because that is a prince. Oh, okay. But that's the new... And DMX died today. Yeah. Those are the two big things. We film these way. Yeah. A film? Yeah. Record. Record. These, we should like, also way. film these. That would be fun. No, we shouldn't. Yeah, no, we both just... We should, because I think it would be fun. Right. But also, we look like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, <laughs> It's fine. I'm actually wearing armies shorts and a teal sweatshirt yeah so if anyone needs to know that's where i'm yeah. at in my life yeah but yeah you know whatever um yeah so those two people died well i mean prince philip was like 99 he, he was, was literally old. he looked like yeah. the grim reaper yeah. so he was old as hell but it's still sad i'm sure he I mean, had a I good guess. life though i don't really know anything about england so no neither do i but i just figured it was like important to note probably that, um what the fuck was that? That was a bone. Oh, okay. We gave Rue a bone. It's okay. You <laughs> give a dog a bone. Haha. <laughs> Get it? Isn't that a song? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bridget has had enough of me today. <laughs> Literally It's like enough. when you give a dog a bone or yeah. whatever. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. You remember that book, Do You Give a Mouse a Cookie? Yeah. You I gotta give him milk? I almost bought it the other day. Did you? Yeah, because my mom's going to a baby shower, and like, oh. it's really cute. Instead of, like, buying a good, or getting chocolate, they just ask you to bring a book. Oh. Like. I like that. Like, they just ask that one of the presents is a book, so that they have, like, a, I and love you write that. a little note on the inside. Yeah. yeah. That's cute. It's cute. I like that. So I bought one. I think it's, it's, it's a be, be brave little one. It's all Aww. about being brave, so I thought That's it was cute. That's cute. Yeah, but I almost bought Give a Mask a Cookie. But I wanted to go for the more authentic. Like, like kitty. You know that somebody's gonna buy a Give a Mask a Cookie. Probably, so yeah. Like that, that and like, like, the, um, what's that? Green the, Eggs and Ham. Yeah, what's that other one? Um, like, Good Night Sun Good Night Moon. Good Night Moon, yeah. I have that book upstairs. Yeah. Or, um, what's the, what's the one with the monsters? I don't know. Where he, like, dreams about the monsters. Oh, I, oh Where the Wild Things Are? Yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I got a brave one. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. I don't know why we started talking about that. Um, I think I asked about, do you know the book If You Give a Mouse a Cookie? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, should we, should I hop into it right now? No. Alright. Memento Mori. An object serving as a warning or reminder of death. Death is inevitable, but how it happens can be tragically unfair. It can be dark, cruel, hateful or just plain bizarre. I'm Megan, and I'll be your guide through these stories of chaos and devastation. 
Come listen as we dive into all types of true crime cases and learn about the evil that lurks among us as well as the victims that deserved none of it. Join me every Monday for a missing person minisode and every Thursday for a regular episode. You can go to mementomoripod.com for more information. Monsters are real and they look like people. I am taking a step into the UFO realm of things. Since we started talking about astronauts, and I've found out that I am part astronaut. (laughs) (laughs) You just, you are part astronaut. (laughs) So, you know. (laughs) Just kidding. Astronaut is like a race. Like, what are you, astronaut? (laughs) I know an astronaut, so I am part astronaut. You have to put, like, other on the, on, like, any form you fill out. You write astronaut. Oh, my God. That would be yes, so you, like, funny. Yes, you, like, white, Hispanic, black, Asian, other astronaut. 12% astronautic. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Anyway. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Um, so I'm talking about the Roswell incident. I don't know if it's the Roswell or Rosewell. I think it's Roswell. I think it's Roswell. Yeah. Um, so this happened in 1947. We're throwing it way back. Yeah. Very far back. Um, excuse me. Yeah. Don't hiccup. Fucking don't you dare. Sorry, Marty. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually happened on, uh, around my birthday. So it happened on the morning of Independence Day, 1947. About 75 miles away from the town of Roswell, New Mexico, a rancher named Mac Brazel found something unusual in his sheep pasture. It was a mess of metallic sticks held together with tape and chunks of plastic and foil reflectors and scrapes of heavy, glossy, paper-like material. Um, And once he was unable to identify the strange objects, he called the sheriff out. Mm -hmm. And then... In turn, the sheriff called these. The called the army. Whoa, sorry. The sheriff then called the officials at the nearby Rosewell Army Force Base. Um, and then soldiers fanned out across the field, gathering the mysterious debris and whisking them away in trucks. Okay. But at the time, in Roswell, there's a lot of news going around about people seeing flying saucers, mm-hmm. and like. It was, like, big news that, like, so he, like, didn't, he, like, at first he didn't really think anything of it, and then he, like, went into town, because this was 75 miles away, so he, when he went oh. into ta- into Roswell, he was kind of like, oh, this is weird, like, a lot of people are talking about it, and that's when he, like, brought it up. Okay. And everything started happening. So, about a week later, on July 8th, um, the, it was, like, all over the news. Right. The biggest story was RAF, wait, sorry, RAAF. Captures flying saucer on ranch in Roswell region. So, like, everyone's already saying UFO. UFO, yeah, obviously. But then on July 9th, an Air Force official clarified the paper's report. They said that the alleged flying saucer was only a crashed weather balloon. Mm, It's always a fucking weather balloon. Which, to anyone who ever saw anything, like, even if you looked at it in the newspapers, all that stuff, um, if you'd seen the debris, you kind of was clear that it wasn't like yeah even if you think about it like he said metallic sticks held together with tape chunks of plastic if that was what the air force was using for a weather balloon we would yeah we have problems yeah Yeah. (laughs) so i don't know why they said that but they did um some people believed and still believed that the 
still believe to this day that the crash vehicle had not come from Earth at all. Hence, a UFO. Obviously. Um, they argued that the debris in Brazil's field must have come from an alien spaceship. Duh. Um, these skeptics grew more and more during the 1950s, which is, so that was, like, about two years, three years, sorry, I just had to do the math in my okay. <laughs> Um, they grew more and more skeptic in the 1950s when the Air Force conducted a series of dummy drops, dummy drops, sorry, mm-hmm. over air bases and test ranges, uh, uh, so, and test ranges on unoccupied fields across New Mexico, so they were just dropping, like, Test. Test what, yeah. though? Um, <clears throat> drum, dummy drops. or, like, people? Like, what are... Round things? They were throwing... Hold on, I'm... Oh, okay. Sorry. I didn't realize. <laughs> it's okay. These experiments are meant to test the ways ways for pilots to survive falls from high altitudes. Oh, okay. So they, they sent bandage, featureless dummies, so, like... Dummies. Like crash test dummies. Right. With latex skin and aluminum bo- bones. So it looked scary as fuck. They were just <laughs> dropping them from Earth. I mean, from Earth. From that air. Could you imagine just, like, walking, right. like, down the street and just, like... I would fucking think that's an alien. Just, like, a fucking There's body no just, like, yeah. the ground next to you. Yeah. <laughs> so they looked an awful lot like space aliens because they had no features. They were kind of just dummies. Yeah. So that's why people automatically thought that they were fucking right. aliens. Um, uh, and obviously, like, right after the dummies were dropped, the military would run in and, like, pick them up. Obviously. So people were like, oh, shit, they're taking away the aliens. Yeah. yeah. Um, to, peop- to the people who believe that the Roswell landing was, sorry, believe that the Roswell landing was a cover-up from the government, these dummies dropped seems pretty suspicious to them. Yeah. They were convinced that the dummies were actually extraterrestrial creatures. Yeah. I can't talk. <laughs> wow. Being kidnapped and experimented on by government scientists. Um, but it turned out that the army knew more about Brazil's flying saucer than it led on. Of course they did. It's yeah. the government. <laughs> Since World War II, a group of geophysicists and oceanographers from Columbia University, New York University, and the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institute on Cape Cod have been working on a top-secret atomic espionage, sorry, mm-hmm. espionage project at New Mexico's Alamogordo Airfield that they called Project Mogul. So Project Mogul used a sturdy high-altitude balloons to carry low-frequency sounds, sound sensors into the troposphere. Wait, tropopause? Is that the... Yes. Okay. That's so, a layer of that. Yeah. So they were using these high-altitude balloons to carry low-frequency sound sensors into the tropopause, a faraway part of the ocean... Ocean. Ocean. The Earth's atmosphere that acts as a sound travel channel. So in this part of the atmosphere, sound waves can't travel, can travel for thousands of miles without interference, much like the ocean. So scientists believe that they, if they sent microphones into the sound travel, they would be able to eavesdrop on nuclear tests as far away as the Soviet Union. <laughs> I couldn't even get through that sentence. <laughs> Did that work? I wonder if it worked. I didn't read into Project Mogul at all, because, uh, like, I don't believe I that mean, that's why. <laughs> I don't, 
I don't know that it wouldn't work because right, but it's funny to me. Like that just is like it a sounds that I outlandish, have. but like what are radio frequencies? True. You could intercept radio frequencies. That's very true. So if you can like send a signal to, right. I mean, I don't think it worked because if it did, I feel like a lot they more would've... people would be using oh, that technology yeah. right now. Yeah, but like it doesn't sound right. out that outlandish. Right. Um, according to the U.S. Well. I'm trying not to hiccup or burp out loud. Right. Um, according to the U.S. military, the debris found in Brazil's field outside of Roswell actually belonged to Project Mogul. So they covered it up because it was this top secret project right. that they didn't want anyone to know about. Um, they said it was the remains of a 700-foot-long string of neoprene balloons, radar reflectors for tracking, and sonic equipment that scientists had launched from the... Almogordo base in June and that had evidently crashed in early July of 1947. But like don't you think if there was something that big in the sky we'd be able to right. see it? Which I fully believe that maybe this was a thing because like I said people were saying that they were seeing UFOs and, yeah. and there was one story that I was listening to um, Ashley Flowers podcast on this and she was saying that there was a pilot who like, noticed this in the sky and saw all these things in the sky. And, like, that's what made Mar- Mac Brazil be like, oh, this is weird. Yeah. So, like, they were seeing it, but they just thought it was UFOs. Which okay. They if that, if they weren't actually UFOs, never. Because I don't know if I believe it or not. Right. So, yeah. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Um... Because the project was highly classified, no one at the Roswell Army Field even knew that it existed, and they had no idea what to make of Braswell's objects. So right. they kind of just were like, oh shit, let's just take it. Um, in fact, some officials on the base were worried that the wreck- wreckage had come from a Russian spy plane, or satellite information that they were understandably re- reluctant to share with the public. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Right. Um, <laughs> the water balloon story was... Uh, the water balloon. Imagine weather there was balloon. a water balloon in the sky. <laughs> That'd be nuts. Uh, the weather balloon story, as flimsy as it was, was just the simple, simplest and most plausible explanation explanation for them to come up with. To come up with. Which is stupid. Because they, they literally, them literally clearly stating that the military had no idea what this was and was scared of it. But they were just going They were like, weather balloon. Right. It's always <laughs> a weather balloon. What does everybody say? Weather balloon? Yeah, weather right. balloon. That's it. Um, today, many people continue to believe that the government and the military are covering up the truth about the alien landings at and around Roswell. Um, in 1994, the Pentagon declassified most of its files on the Project Mogul and the dummy drops, and the Federal General Accounting Office produced a report designed to debunk the rumors. So they like, are putting on all this information. Um, nevertheless, there's people who still believe that these are UFOs. And now we're going to talk about some of these people who believe that they're UFOs. Oh, fuck yeah, I love talking about the crazies. Yeah. Um, let's see. So there's actually an entire international UFO museum and research center located in Roswell, New Mexico. Hey, and, listen, have it at the source, <laughs> bud. Right. It is a non-profit <laughs> corporation fa- funded, founded in the fall of 1991 by Walter Hutt and Dennis, oh sorry, Glenn Dennis, and Max Littell. The museum opened to visitors in 1992, and it was organized to inform the public about what was to be, what was has, 
what has come to be known as the Roswell, Roswell incident, as well as other aspects of the UFO phenomenon. Um, the corporation's mission statement <clears throat> includes the goal to educate, not convince, mm. the general public about the Roswell incident and all aspects of the UFO phenomenon. Phenomena? Phenomenon. Do, do, yeah, do, it's do. actually spelled phenomena. Do, 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 do. But phenomena. I like phenomenon better. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but whatever. Um, people from all over the world travel there. Some of the exhibits include information about the Roswell incident, crop circles, UFO sightings, ancient astronauts, and extraterrestrial abductions. These exhibits are designed to encourage visitors to ask questions and think about outside the box. Okay. So basically, like... That's fair. Kind of reminds me of the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. Yeah, I feel, <laughs> like, I feel like that's fair. Like, right. they're not trying to be like, uh, UFOs are real, right. they're but they're just, just like, it. they're like, it could be, but think right. about it for a second. Right. Um, the, they, have, they have a research center library with more than 7,000 books, over 30,000 magazines, periodicals, pamphlets, and more than 1,500 DVDs related to the UFO phenomena. Jesus. Yeah. Um, so that's just an entire museum based off of, like, UFOs. Pretty cool. Yeah. There's also a Roswell UFO Festival that has drawn thousands of visitors to the UFO Museum and to Roswell. The event is fun-filled, entertaining, and educational. Um, this is, like, that's what the UFO Museum hosts. Mm -hmm. They host lectures and all this stuff. Oh, excuse me. I need to take a drink. Sorry, Marty. We apologize, Marty. I'm just afraid he's going to, like, hate all my sounds. <laughs> he already hates us, so what difference yeah, does it make? Um, let's see. We're now going to say why people think that the Air Force is covering it up. Well, I mean, they are, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, basically, the, in, the incident faded from headlines rather quickly. Um... Although the interests of the UFOs were still there. Um, then there was a book called The Roswell Incident, which was published in 1980. The book's authors, Charlie Charles Berlitz and William L. Moore, labeled the weather balloon explanation a cover story. They had argued, they had argued that the original debris, which they believed was from a crashed flying saucer, had been flown to the right, to right field later Wright-Patterson Air Force Base near Dayton, Ohio, and material from a weather balloon was hastily substituted. So they firmly believe that it went from New Mexico to Ohio, did a little change-up, and brought back weather balloon material and took the flying saucer material. Wait, so they think that the flying saucer crashed. Somebody picked it up, brought it to Ohio, was Changed like the old it. switcheroo brought it right. back to right. Wait, but what evidence do they have of the switching it? Don't really. There literally seems to be none. <laughs> <laughs> because like, why would they go and switch it when they could just take it and then be like, ah, weather balloon? Right. There's. It's highly. This obviously is highly disputed. Um, it sparked, but it did spark additional conspiracy theories. So I'm gonna say that one's not really true. Okay. But. There's been um, documents, in 1994 documents surfaced that were alleged to be classified memos concerning 
Majestic 12, which is a secret operation launched by President Harry S. Truman, uh, to handle the Roswell incident. Okay. So, they now think that the president put out a secret mission. I mean, probably. That's, like, Yeah, Reagan. especially if it became very, like, big. Yeah. Uh, the documents, however, oh were later determined to be fake, and there's oh. no evidence to support the existence of MJ-12. I still think it exists. Yeah. Come on. There's no evidence to support the Illuminati either, right. but they're here. Right. <laughs> this was later followed by an alleged alien autopsy film that perpetrated... What? Purported to show the, dis- the dissection of alien corpse from the Roswell incident. So, like, literally there's, like, a movie director who, like, went out and said, this is actually what happened, and, like, filmed the whole movie on it. And then went back and said it was fake, but that it does exist, he believes. So, wait, he <laughs> said that what was fake? The movie or the, yeah, the he whole like, thing? Yeah, so he, like, put out a whole movie and claimed that, like, this was what happened in New Mexico, this alien autopsy. But then went back and said, oh, no, it's, like, that's not actually what happened. Mm-hmm. But there is evidence that it did happen. But there's no, like, proof of it. Okay. It sounds like you're turning Sorry. up your story a little right. bit here, champ. Right. Um, <laughs> in an interview with the news station, Mac Brazo, which was the man who originally found it, said that he did not see it from the, from, fall from the score. Whoa. Yeah, it's okay. Fall from the sky <laughs> and did not see it before it was torn up. So he did not know the size or shape that it might have been, but he thought it could have been as large as a tabletop, which is pretty big. A table? Tabletop, yeah. But I don't, they don't claim how big the table is. I feel is. like that's small. You think so? Only the size of a table? When I think of weather balloon, I think of like a small little balloon. No, the weather balloons are big, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. But um, Wait, but is he claiming that it was a weather balloon the size of a table? He doesn't know. He can't say... He doesn't know how big it was because when he got to it, it was already torn up. But, like, uh, the only reason why I say that's small is because what animal is fitting in a fucking thing the size of a tabletop? If right. we're talking aliens right. here. Well, okay. So, he, uh, when the balloon was held up, as if, if that's how it worked, so if, when the balloon was yeah, up yeah. in the air, it must have been about 12 feet long, he felt, and measuring the distance by the si- size of the room in which he sat, so... Like, 200 yards in diameter, essentially. I'm trying to, like, picture 12 feet. Yeah. Which, I, I mean, honestly, that seems pretty big to me. And mm-hmm. in my head, aliens are small, so... I don't think that's that big. 12 feet is probably smaller than the size of this room. Let's see. Because, like, my dad's six foot, so if my dad laid down on the floor, this, this room isn't two of my dad. That's true. And 200... Diameters, right? I think you called it? Yeah. I'm Googling it. Let's see. I'm looking up so Okay. This is like a silicone bag. <laughs> oh, it looks pretty fucking big. Oh, wait, no. I don't know. I just feel like, like, 12 feet. Okay. So I would say it was probably the size of this room. Yeah. If we're gonna say... Which, I mean, is pretty big. It's big, but, like, you have to think, like, if it's something that flies, there has to be a motor or something of that nature, so that's gonna take up room. There has to be somewhere to fly it, so that's gonna take up room. How many people were on it? If it was just the two of us, then yeah, sure, it would be fine. 
But if there was, like, 45 aliens, I don't know if that's gonna, like, you know what I mean? Like, size-wise, I don't feel like... Okay, well, their balloons are actually rather large. Yeah, they're big, right? Yeah. Yeah. They look like just giant balloons. Yeah, they're, like, big, big, big Yeah, now I'm gonna show you a picture of the Roswell. It's easier if you see, like, what the debris was. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So it's rather big. And what was it made out of? He said it was, like... Taped together with like aluminum and. Do aliens like, have duct tape? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, he's. Oh, this is exactly what that was my next bullet point. Oh. Was that the when the debris was gathered up, it was in tinfoil, paper, tape, and sticks. Okay. <laughs> but wait, hold on. I'm sorry, but like. Yeah, I don't... I get it's the 40s, but, like, aliens are gonna not make a ship out of tinfoil, paper, sticks, and duct tape. Yeah, no. Makes no sense to me. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like... Right. He says, like, when it makes a bundle, it's about three feet long or seven or eight inches thick. That's, like, not that... No. That's, like... Like that. Yeah. Right. Like while that. the rubber made of about of the it, it makes no sense. He's like just listing out while the rubber bundle was about eighteen or twenty inches long and seven inches thick. So he says there's two different bundles, one made of sticks and like whatever, and the other one is rubber. Um, he estimated in all that the entire lot would have had would have made five would have weighed five pounds. So like nothing. But, like, again, who's standing on right. that? Like, makes no sense to me. Yeah, and I feel like if it had to explode the UFO, where did the bodies go? Like, the aliens' bodies go. Like, the military didn't know about it. They didn't know what it was. But, like, also, I'm not buying the- I'm not really buying the alien theory. Right. And I believe in aliens. Me too. But I'm also not buying this weather balloon right. theory, because we're not making weather balloons right. out of sticks and tinfoil. Right. So I also don't believe the freaking. Um, other, the mogul incident. I don't believe that either. I believe that it probably happened, but I'm sorry, the government doesn't keep something under wraps like that and then just let it fall out of the sky. Right. Doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Um, yeah, so there's no sign of any other metal in the area, which might have been used for an engine. There was no sign of propellers of any kind. And at least one paper fin had been glued onto some of the tinfoil. (laughs) <laughs> we're, I could, what would we, uh, aliens making arts and crafts with their, like, fucking spaceships? I'm confused, like. Yeah, no, it doesn't make My sense. eight-year-old students could have built right. this fucking aircraft, like. <laughs> there were no words to be found anywhere on this instrument, and although there were letters on some of the parts, a considerable amount of scotch tape and some tape with flowers printed on it had been used. They the literally went to Michael's <laughs> and was like, give me that one. Oh, man. So, yeah, and then Brazil said he had found two weather balloons on this ranch, on his ranch before, but what he found this time did not resemble any of these. My man's well-equipped in the weather balloon field. <laughs> right, like, he he said, and I quote, I'm sure what I found was not any weather observation balloon, he said, but, I f- it, but if I find anything else besides a bomb, they're going to have a hard time getting me to say anything about it. I just don't... <laughs> I just don't understand. Like, right. I'm thinking that some fucking dickhead teenagers made this and <laughs> right. put this in a fucking field. Well, like, at this time, people were going crazy. Like, well, yeah. there was a woman who was a nurse at one of the military hospitals. And she claimed that one day she went into work and everything was weird. It was like, there was a lot more people in the yeah. in the hospital than normal. And this is from the Ashley Flowers podcast. And 
she, like, said something, like, her boss finally, like, noticed that she was, like, taking, like, looking at it, so he brought her into this room where there was, like, thousands of bodies of aliens, like, just in the room, like, dead bodies, and, like, of aliens, and, like, he just let her see it, and then she, like, died. Like, not didn't die, she, like, died later on in life, but, like, always believed that they, those were the aliens. But, like, just didn't tell anybody right. about it? Yeah. So random. I feel like I'd, like... She had told people, but I don't think anyone believed her. Also, like, how big were they that there was one room full of them? Right. Well, because I think the aliens are smaller. You and... think? Yeah. I, I do. You think they're, like, this big? Um, this actually have a picture. Of an alien? Yeah. I came prepared. Yeah, but, like... This is the next website I'm reading off of, so... Is that fake, know. or is that... This is from conspiracies.net. So I'm not like, sure. Um, I think that one is itself, not gonna lie, I believe that one is fake. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and say probably considering if it was real, we'd probably know that aliens definitely exist at this point right. in time. Yes, 100%. I do believe they exist, though. I also believe they exist. Yeah. The uh, idea, another from conspiracy.net. Um, uh, okay, this is what interests me, because I didn't know that this exists. Okay. But there's actually a person called a UFOologist. Pretty cool. <laughs> um, so UFOologist- Where do Nick, I get that degree? I don't know, but I want it. <laughs> <laughs> um, UFOologist Nick Redfern proposed the idea that the Roswell incident was a result of a crash between an experimental test flown aircraft- um, so he said that the first contained to form, uh, it was a crash between an experiment test flown aircraft, the first contained deformed Japanese prisoners of war, which had been suff- which had been suffering from progeria and radiation poisoning. What kind so, of <laughs> dimension did you pull that out of? <laughs> so that's what the, fl- the first test plane was. The second plane was struck by lightning and was an aircraft affixed to be a balloon, based on a Japanese design. The Japanese prisoners of war were allegedly taken from the area 731. Alright, this guy made up the <laughs> UFOologist thing for I think sure, so too, there's no way. I don't understand where this guy's going with any of his points. Yeah. Yep, so that's really... But like, that makes no sense, because like, where's the bodies? Right. We can't fit people on a fucking 12-foot thing that's seven inches wide or whatever the fuck it was. 100% do not believe that. But this one, this one is a story that in 1995, a businessman from London, again, another one, released footage of an alien autopsy like I talked about before, Mm -hmm. that was quickly ridiculed and pulled apart. Um, And then, and then in 1989, uh, and then, sorry... A person named Glenn Dennis claimed to have walked into an examination room, kind of like the nurse scenario, walked into an examination room in 1989 where he saw three doctors huddled over a number of small, bald-like aliens. One of the far, f- more far-out theories that en- emanated from the Roswell incident. Is that the same Glenn Dennis that founded the museum? Oh, shit. No, was that his name? Yeah, you said Glenn Dennis. Did I? Yeah. Then yeah. You're right. Look at you. Making connections. Thank you, I appreciate it. Wow. Shit. <laughs> I'm looking it up now to see. 
So he saw aliens in an operating room? Yeah. That's what he claimed. Are we just, like, bringing aliens to, like, regular old hospitals? So. Like, if, if I walk into, like, Mount Sinai, is there gonna be, like, a room? Am I gonna accidentally walk in on an alien yeah, autopsy? Like Another, according another theory by the UFOlogist Redfern. Oh, this guy's <laughs> batshit, so let's hear it. Said that the wreckage was created by a satanic demons in order to trick humanity into thinking that extraterrestrials had landed landed when in fact it was the arrival of demons. Okay, so we went from the Japanese were flying some right. shit to Satan. Right. Well, Redfern believes that all UFO abductions are cover-ups for demons who are wreaking havoc on our souls. So how is this guy a UFOologist? He's really a fucking demonologist. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um... Well, I don't understand how he went from two aircrafts crashing because yeah. Japan and Japanese people with diseases to, oh no, that's totally yeah. off, but Satan, though. Hold on. Right. right. I don't know. Um, Somebody needs to revoke this guy's fucking UFOlogy uh, yeah, degree because I'm starting to not buy it. I don't believe his theories, but I don't know if I don't believe that there's not aliens in the world. I don't, I think there's aliens, yeah. I just think this guy's an idiot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's tons of people around this time. Glenn Dennis, Jim Ragsdale, Miriam Bush, Gerald uh, Anderson, and Barney Barron, all who have claimed to see aliens' bodies being tested or transported by the, the, um, by the military. So it's like a ton of people who actually, but like, I don't know, I can't. It is well documented in relation to UFO sightings that sightings increased significantly in the years of blockbuster sci-fi releases such as Mars Attacks, Star Wars, and Independence uh, Day. Day. (laughs) And the second bullet on this. (laughs) I don't know how good the site is. It's literally conspiracies.net. It claims that the majority of these sightings are reported on nights when people are drunk. (laughs) Well, no shit, Sherlock. Or on drugs. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, just think about that day that he was- that the right. one that was put on the fucking 4th of July. Right. He was a farmer, apparently, some of the articles says Farmers he was can't a get farmer. drunk? Well, no, he could. But he was doing his rounds with his son, so, like, they go around and they, like- His son was probably drunk, too. Maybe his son might have been young. I don't know. That's not my- it was the 40s. <laughs> People were drinking at age 12. Oh my god. Um, there's a bunch of different videos that you can watch- um, if you want to learn more about this. But, yeah, I, that's all I could tell you guys, is that in 1947, a weather balloon, <laughs> weather balloon. quote-unquote, dropped from it the sky. It was either a weather balloon, the Japanese, right. Satan, right. something with so the moguls. we literally don't know anything about it, but. But, like, my thing is, is that being this, like, that guy that found it. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you, like, if I found, if something crashed in my backyard, I'm going and looking at oh, it. Oh, yeah. Like, intensely. Before a- I do anything. 100%. And, like, it was the, f- and my other thing is, it was the 40s. Yeah. Who did you contact? Right. He said he contacted his sheriff, and then automatically the sheriff just contacted, ta- whoa, contacted the military base. Right, that makes no sense. Yeah, that wouldn't be my next step. No, it'd be like, let me go check this out. Right. This guy's either high or drunk right. or both. 
I, I'm telling you, it's because, like, literally UFOs were going crazy around that time. Yeah. Like, people were freaking out about it. I just, like, I don't know. If something landed in my backyard, like, I'm I, not calling the cops. The I'm, like, yeah. going to look at what it is right. before It wouldn't be the anything. first thing I think about. Yeah. First of all, it wouldn't be the first thing I think about UFOs. Like, that's just not where my mind goes. Because no. I'm not, like, UFO, like... I don't really think about it, like, yeah. it's so funny if you listen to this episode and then you go and listen to the Supernatural, Ashley's episode, it's, like, two different things, because we're sitting here, like, cracking up about it, yeah. and she's like, no, like, this seriously this could is be, serious. like, and I'm like, well, yeah, but you don't know, like, I don't yeah. know. No, nobody knows. It sounds a little crazy to me. Like, I don't think it's crazy to think that it could have been aliens or that, like, anything could be I aliens. I don't know, because... But, like, I just think that it's, like, there's plot holes. Yes. Like, big, large plot holes. The, and the major plot hole for me is if this fell, if this is really, like, a UFO that fell and crashed, where are the fucking aliens? Where are they? Yeah. Like, the, the military didn't, he would have, whatever this man is, would have noticed if military trucks came in and took out the aliens. Right. So, where? And, like, also, like, how big is this guy's farm right. so that he because if it was on 4th of July night, right, right? right. he see when he found it, he's a farmer. Right. You're gonna be outside. Oh, yeah. For most of the day. I'm pretty sure, yeah. So where and why didn't you see it right. fall? I'm trying to see if it tells me where, how big his... Because, like, if, like if he had, like, you know, 25 acres of land right. and it fell in the back of it, okay. Right. But also if it was large, then, like... I think I'd notice it before right. it hit the ground. I'm Googling it to see if it tells me. And, like, did it not make any noise? Right. But also it was made of fucking tinfoil, so. Right. I don't It's just very sketchy. It's just sketchy to me that it's, like, was made of, like, tape and sticks and tinfoil right. and all that. Because, like, what? Right. I. It doesn't make sense to me. I'm trying to look at, okay, so this one article actually claims that there was a large thunderstorm that same day, mm-hmm. which is why they didn't hear, like, it fall on the ground, because it was, like, a, they just kind of okay. thought it was, like, an extra loud thunderclap. So is this what, like, he found? Yeah. This one says that the debris was one-fourth mile long and several hundred feet wide. But this guy which said that he, it was- right fucking 12 it's so feet. stupid. This, this is, um, Bill, which is, like, from a book, that the man stated that. So, even, like, even Mac, in his fucking interview, is, like, just blabbing out words that yeah. might not be true. Like, I, I'm just, I just, I'm just not, un, I'm just not, I don't know. Like, it's just crazy. Bill is actually, um, Mac's oldest son, which was the person that was there. Mm-hmm. They claim that it, they, they're trying to say, was there any, um, any, like, debris or, like, burning on the ground, and at first they said no, but now they said it took a year or two for the grass to burn back, to grow back. But, like, okay, it's New Mexico, it's hot there. (laughs) So stupid. I just, like, I, I just don't know. What? I don't know, like, what to, like think about it yeah, I, I, I guess yeah i'm not really sure i'm gonna link this episode this case this um what the f- source on um 
obviously because we're using it, but it's also, like, pretty interesting. It's, like, talks more about what his kids remember about it. Well, that's Which is cool to think about because, like, his his kids could be like, well, I don't, like, don't know what my dad was thinking at this point, but... Be like, my dad's a fucking right. psycho. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, um... That's, that's where we're at right now in our life. Um, so yeah, whether you believe it or not, I do believe aliens exist. Do not know if, if this was necessarily a UFO drop. I just, like, I just, like, I don't know. I, like, don't know. I can't confirm nor deny. Me it's either, but... Yeah. I just, like, I just, I don't, like, get it. Yeah. In particular. It's quite confusing. It's the the thing that's really just throwing me off is the duct tape and the, the, the tinfoil. The... Right. And just the way that it looks put together. It just doesn't look put no. together. Like, number one, like, it was aliens in itself. Because I think aliens got their shit together. So they wouldn't do that. Probably. But also, like, does not look like something the military would do. Like, I don't see that. Like, the military has money. They're not using flower tape right. from Michaels to put anything right. together. It just kind of looks like something that kids put together. That's what I'm saying. Like, what if it was, like, a bunch like, of dickhead teenagers that just right. were like, hey, let's go put this in a field because teenagers are dumb. It doesn't make any sense to me. It really doesn't. Like, that would be a more, like... Right. 100%. Viable, like, right. thing than weather balloon or things that got launched into the sky to spy on Russians right. using radio frequencies I or whatever the fuck. I think that there's no way that that would have happened. No. Like, I think that people would have been like, like, even if it, they di- it did fall, the military would be like, hey, we dropped something. Can we go pick it up? Can we like, go get it? Yeah. I don't think that they would be like, oh, shit, like. And I think if the military had sent stuff up there, they'd be tracking it. Right. And if it was going to crash somewhere, they'd probably, like, go to your house and be like, hey, champ, this is gonna happen in, like, a couple days, I could right. see it falling. Right. Like, let's, like, right. we're gonna stay here and so that we could just, like, get it. Right. 100%. I don't think they would just, like, wait for him to find it. No, that like, would be stupid. Yeah. I don't, I don't... Especially if it was this whole top-secret government thing. Mission. Like, they're right. not gonna, like... Uh, yeah, no. Just leave it to chance, yeah. like... Yeah, so... Yeah, this picture, like, the picture you showed me is pretty much the well-known, like, debris. kind of looks like could be a weather balloon. It quite literally looks like uh, one of my six-year-olds was trying to build a <laughs> kite. True, it does. Honestly, it looks like a kite, but it looks like, you know when you, like, run a marathon, which we've never done in our life, but, like, and Can't like, relate, sorry, don't have you ever seen, a, like, a, a movie and they come off? And they put these, like, blankets around the, them. The, the, yeah, the yeah, heat blankets. that's what it looks like to me. Yeah. It looks like a heat blanket. I can me. see that. The fire blankets yeah. or whatever. No, not the fire blankets. The heat blankets. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh. I got into videos about aliens and I got a little bit nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but, know. yeah, I E.T. phone home, that's all yeah. I say. I don't believe it, but also, if you're an alien and you're listening to this... Please don't harm me. If you're an alien and you're listening to this, just, like, hit me up. Honestly, yeah, I'm very intrigued about your life. Send me an email at <laughs> futurismbreakfast. <laughs> we want to know what you're doing. How life is going for an you. An email, like, somebody emails up saying? and just is mean, but they're an alien. Right, which I wouldn't mind. You um, know, anytime I think about aliens, the only thing I can ever think about is the episode of Drake and Josh, where Megan... It's like trying to contact the aliens and Drake and Josh pretend to be aliens. I don't remember. And she that runs one. around the backyard and she goes, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Aliens! 
Uh huh. So, yeah. Yeah, I only think I the only thing I think about is when I think about aliens, I think about E. T. Bone home. That's it. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. Have you ever been on the E.T. ride in Universal? I have. I have, I think, but I haven't done it recently. I still, to this day, if anybody knows what I'm talking about, there's an E.T. ride at Universal. You mm-hmm. pretend like you're on the little bike that Elliot right. sat on and yeah. E.T. isn't sitting in a basket, like, mm-hmm. in front of you. The thing that freaks me out about that ride is that at the end of the ride, they go row by row and they'll be like, thanks, Michelle. Thanks, Angelo. Thanks, Bridget. Oh, so why How do they know my name? name? Yeah. Even before you did, like, the... Yeah, you didn't, like, when I went to Universal, I was 16, there was no, like, magic band... Well, that's Disney, but there was no... You didn't swipe a card when you walked onto the ride or anything like that. That's weird. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Still don't know how they do it. I don't like that at all. Yeah, it's super, like, freaky to me. Yeah, I don't like that. And it goes through, like, row by row, like, every single person in, like, at the car in that time. Oh, shit. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I don't like that. And I remember doing that, like, the first time I went to Universal. Like, when I was a kid. Right. Because I love E.T. Yeah. So, like, and that, like, the magic bands and all that shit definitely wasn't a thing then. Wow. Isn't that weird? That's a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, well. Anyway, I just had to see if you knew what I was talking about, but you don't, so it's fine. I do. Oh. I just haven't been on it Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, that's life. Yeah. E.T. phone home. E.T. Roswell experience. Let me know how you, what you feel about it. Um, alright. I guess that's it, huh? We should go to the museum there. Yeah. I'm interested in that. I'm very interested. That'd be fun. I like that they're not, like, telling you, like, this is what happened. They're kind of just letting like, you... make up your own butt. Right. I like that. I, it does remind me of the, um, Ripley's Believe It or Not museum. Yeah. Do you believe reason. it? You remember Ripley's Believe It or Not? Those books that people used to go crazy about them? Yeah. I do. Is that actually. still a thing anymore? Yeah. There's a museum, for real. No, I know there's a museum. There's one in the city, but... Yeah. And there's one in Florida. Is there? Yeah. I went to the one in, um... I think it's in Atlantic City. Okay. Or something like that. Yeah, probably Ocean City? Ocean City, Maybe. Maryland. Yeah. Yeah, that's where it is. Yeah, there's one in the city. Yeah. But are the books still a thing? I think so. I think book fairs are still a thing, too. No. Scholastic yeah, book fairs? Where, like, you I used to, to love those. Oh, it was the best time of all of elementary mm-hmm. school. Yeah. Was when you had, like, your little paper. Yep. And your mom gave you some money. Yep. I loved that. And you could, like, write down the Because I'm a big reader. I love reading. Me, too. I always got books from the book fair. And then, like, I always got, like, an eraser or something. Yeah. <laughs> me, too. I loved reading. I still do, but I don't have time for it. Yeah, me either. Yeah. All right. Anyway. <laughs> well, I think we've... Dragged on for a while. Yeah. Um, um, follow us on Instagram. FIB Podcast. You just had a brain fart. Yep. Um, hit us up on Facebook. Future is Bright Pod. Send us an email. Aliens, send us an email <laughs> at futuresbrightpod at gmail.com. Thank you. Um, you know what I also just realized? That what? we've had someone reach out to us on all three platforms. Facebook, Instagram, Oh, and yeah, you're Google. right. So oh, working. yeah, shout out to, um... I don't know. Wait, hold on. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember her name. Because it was really nice, and I hope you got to Chicago safely. <laughs> um, hold on. Dakota. Oh, I like that shout name. Shout out to Dakota. I can't believe I forgot that name, because yeah. I like that name. And also, she wasn't going to Chicago, she's going to Phoenix, so, so okay. I hope you, you guys, got to Phoenix... Somebody perfectly okay. All right. Um, I will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.